Welcome, everybody, back once again to Talking Paranormal. I'm your host, Chris Albrecht. My co-host, as always, Matt Monroe. Things have gotten a little interesting here. We are 11 episodes deep, dude. And uh, it's been a ride. Yeah, we've covered some crazy stuff. I actually had a friend of mine that I didn't know was a listener uh, comment that they'd uh, been listening to it. And I was like, well, what? I asked what they thought. And they said they uh, they loved it, especially the ghost stories. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, yeah, those were true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things where it's, we cover subjects that a lot of people would be like timid to talk about in their everyday life for <laughs> fear of people going, you're out of your mind. You think that's real? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I know that like, if if I'm out and about or at a get together of friends or anything, and I hear anything to anybody say or mention anything even remotely paranormal, my ears perk up a little bit, and I'm like, I'll see what they got to say. And then uh, if it's worth jumping in, I'll jump in. I I love it when somebody brings up Bigfoot. That's my that's my favorite. <laughs> when they bring up Bigfoot, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think today's topic is one of those ones where people would be like, it's. It's a newer conspiracy theory or, you know, ancient, ancient uh, history, ancient history, ancient, ancient history, lost civilization type thing. I don't know the hidden history and the unknown stuff that, you know, could possibly have been covered up by who knows, you know, yeah. the, the powers that be, you know, whoever's trying to hide stuff from us. It, it's it's just interesting to me that there's even you know, a remote possibility that these things could be true. And I think they're worth talking about. And that's what we're talking about today. We're actually talking about <coughs> the mud flood. I know everybody's heard of the great flood um, in the Bible and ancient texts. Uh, more recently, there's been a theory suggesting that there was a giant, possibly worldwide cataclysmic flood of mud that has covered up many ancient civilizations, specifically one that is very interesting to me. And I just recently started hearing about this um, within the past few months and it's uh, Tataria. Now I know most people, I asked my wife, Hey, have you ever heard of the mud flood or Tartaria? And she looked at me like, <laughs> she looked at me like I, I was had special needs or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was like, no, I'm serious. And uh, I just dropped it. Once, <laughs> once, uh, once she said that, I was like, okay, she hasn't, um, but it's like, I talked to some people and there's some like really well-known conspiracies that they have no idea about, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty deep in that world. And I didn't even know about Tartaria until recently or the mud flood. When I first heard it too, I was like, mud flood. You um, are welcome. Yeah. When you mentioned the mud flood, I had realized, oh, it has to do with Tartaria, which I had heard about, but I had never heard of it in the, in the mud flood scenario. Um, so my wife actually said that it sounds like <laughs> like somebody 
Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> when I was talking about a mud flood, she was like, "Sounds like somebody had an accident." <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing of it is, is like what they're trying to say with it is, it was like a great reset. Yes, like yeah, we've heard that term recently. <laughs> yeah, we've heard that term a lot recently. Yeah. Um, but uh, like Tatari, like I really didn't think there's too much for it to float on. Really, I was like, okay. Um, like this was one of the ones I had a hard time really biting into yeah. until I started digging. And then, uh, what really got me on it was when a guy, I found a video of a guy with an old, old globe and Tataria was on it. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of maps with the areas of Russia, Mongolia. It seems like some parts of China. It was, it was basically, uh, yeah. Eastern Asia. Yeah. Like it was Asia. Like basically the area that like for the most part is the area Russia covers. Yeah. Um. There's a little bit of other territory bled into it, but for the most part, it was what, uh, Russia covered, is covering now. Um. It's very. I mean, that I'm also that also might be why Russians are just built different. <laughs> yeah. I uh, once I had heard about it and I saw it on a map, I was like, this is this is interesting. <laughs> And what I typically like to do with conspiracy theories is I like to I like to do a little bit of research on them. And before I get too deep, I like to see what the other side is saying to people that are skeptical, uh, yeah. how they're shutting it down. It's very, very interesting with this stuff that, you know, these people are like, oh, the ancient history has already been covered for China and Russia. And they're like you know like almost like it's impossible for anything to ever be covered up and i'm like come on man let's yeah but i mean if you look at those histories they only go back a few thousand years yeah but the crazy thing about this is it, they make it sound like it happened just a couple hundred years ago and it was more recent some i i hear that and i mean who knows yeah. i mean you know what i mean like we could be it could have all been reset and we're just taught a history and that's the thing we're taught a history we're not, we don't have anybody here giving us word of mouth what actually happened. We're told by a government-ran agency, the Department <laughs> yeah. of Education, that this is what happened. Yeah. And there's it, no other way to argue it. I just think it's so funny that, you know, when people talk about, you know, the moon landings, they always say things like, do you know how many people would have to be in on that for it to be fake? And it's like... Five guys. <laughs> like, they're so... Once things start getting compartmentalized... It's very easy to hide things, you know? You could have launched an empty rocket. Sure, you could have got space with it. You have an, an entire flight crew thinks that they're, they're really up there. Yeah. Like the entire, like the entire everybody in Houston thinks they're really up there. But you have like five dudes, the astronauts and a film crew in a basement somewhere filming it. That's all you need. And, and, and you got it faked and nobody else knows. Yeah, and what people don't understand is, like, the government can be ruthless, man. I've heard stories, like, there's this one story that I've been uh, watching documentaries on and stuff, and basically, uh, I'll cut most of the story out, but the guy starts getting stalked by who he believes to be government agents, like men in black, so to speak. Yeah. And they actually threatened this guy, and they said, in not so many words, they were like, you know, you wouldn't want anything to end up on your computer that could ruin you. Now, would you? So basically, <laughs> like, you know, and they threatened his kids and his kids school. And basically what they were threatening was you wouldn't want, you know, bad videos of children to show up on your 
computer and there's no way for you to dispute it right yeah. <laughs> and like that's as a father as just a human being that's good if if i if i was threatened if i ended this podcast and i walked outside to check the mail and two guys in suits came up to me and said you wouldn't want anything not good to show up on your computer would you i'd be i'd call you i'd be like matt it's over dude <laughs> oh yeah I, I understand i'd be like you know what i mean we had a good run <laughs> it was fun but there's certain there's certain entities you don't want to mess with and the government is one of them oh yeah um, they like you know when you get into these deep black projects and things like that or you know even history type stuff for them to make certain threats and you know the people of it you go, you got to ask yourself, is it worth it? How many people are going to listen to you? Like if we had the truth, if you and I had the truth and we were told, Hey, shut up. Like so, who are we going to tell to, you know, change the world anyway? You know? So the thing like that is, is, uh, have you ever seen the movie, the imitation game with Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, no, I don't think so. Fantastic movie. It's about a group of mathematicians during world war one or two. I cannot remember which world war it was, but they got a hold of a German coding machine and Benedict Cumberbatch's character developed a machine that could predict that day's code so they could break the Nazi codes. So yeah, world war two. Cause I remember saying, I remember them saying Nazis. So, but they built a machine that could predict the code and they were breaking their coded messages. So here's the thing. They had to make a choice because as soon as they, if they would have done broader strokes to stop the Nazis with the, use the broken codes, they would have changed the entire coding system. Mm. So these mathematicians and the government had to decide exactly how much to leak so that they could do as much good as they could without the Nazis catching on. Interesting. So, so what I'm getting at with that is, is you couldn't tell someone the whole truth. If you and I had the entire truth of everything, we could not tell the whole truth because they just wouldn't believe it. And then also it would put us and other people in danger because then they'd know the code has been broken. The code has been broken and they'll just change it again. I.e. erase us for starters and then change the story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a problem. They have their they have their wicked ways of, you know, they'll oh, yeah. they'll get it when a and this is my opinion. I think when people get too close to the truth, I think government agents go in there and, you know, spoil the water, so to speak. I think they go in there and throw out some crazy shit um, just so that the conspiracy theorists like will turn around and start, you know, regurgitating it. <laughs> and, then, and then people will be like, oh, that is insane. You know, because some of the stuff, some of this, bless you. I'm, some... I'm so sorry, everybody. Allergies are just beating me stupid this year. Uh, this is like the third episode I've had allergies going on. Oh, my God. I will try to hit the mute button as fast as I can, but that one caught me off guard. But uh, it just seems to me like they will purposefully infiltrate conspiracy theories and just make them sound so outlandish. Kind of like, I don't know if this is going to get us kicked off, but like with the Pizzagate stuff and the QAnon stuff, I know a lot of people are like, that shit is crazy. But if you really get into the like woodwork, you see that there is a layer of truth involved with people in high levels of government and doing bad things to children. I I, oh, yeah. uh, I started looking into that in 2016 because I thought it was crazy too. And there were certain things. Like I discovered a list of both Democrats and Republicans 
like giant lists and these are people in levels of government that have all been busted and convicted of you know crimes against children basically i yeah. could not believe it i was like oh my god so it's both sides so when people when i hear people get crazy political i'm like hey man they're all evil dude anybody so, anybody up there is evil so i normally don't discuss politics in a public forum but uh i will go ahead and say this right now i think government the government's way too big i think both sides are crooked as hell Oh, I yeah. think they are terrified of a third party rising to power because then there's an actual tiebreaker where yeah. they don't want a tiebreaker. They just want to be forever locked in yeah. this fight, this fight, so that yeah. people are like, well, they're trying really hard, but this side's blocking them. Yeah. I, it's funny to me because it's like, well, we'll get into the videos here in a minute. I, it's funny to me that you have, you know, red and blue, like yeah. like my background lights. You've got red and blue. You've got two sides, right? Yeah. And then just recently, it seems to me like perfect timing, and it's happened throughout history. Any time that the people start waking up, and I don't like to talk about being woke because I, I don't like using that term. What you're but, talking about is a completely different thing yeah, than woke. Yeah. I just don't want people to get confused. Yeah. When, pe when people start waking up and start questioning what is really going on, and they start getting closer to the truth, it seems like the government steps in and purposefully just creates things to divide us. Yeah. You know, race. Uh, whether you're vaccinated or not, you know, there's certain things that and they know their trigger points and they they play us like a, they play us like a, a friggin flute, dude. <laughs> they know exactly what strings to pull. Oh, yeah. And that just goes to show how sheepish people are and how, how they no wonder they look at us like sheep. Oh, all yeah. I got to do is throw a couple things in the media and boom, I like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all I see in the media is school shootings and shootings and people being shot. And I'm like, wow, that's fine. and it always happens around election time. <laughs> like, uh -huh. and, I'm, and and people are awake to it. That's the thing that makes me feel good is that a, there's a lot of people that are waking up. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I, uh, when it comes to these, you know, conspiracy theories, anytime I start reading media <laughs> outlets that are denying, like I, I was <laughs> looking at a uh, Bloomberg article about this, the mud flood in Tartaria. Yeah. That basically dispels it and actually mentioned QAnon in oh it. God. They're like, this is the QAnon of architecture. And I was like, oh, here we go. I was like that when they're saying that, because they've already they've already uh, demonized QAnon and Pizzagate enough where people think it's absolutely nuts. So if you even mention those things, you're already disregarded. So I but, saw one video on the mud flood where the guy's like, this is old school architecture. And they just filled it in. Look, bro. I understand. I, I just wanted to comment, but I try not to comment on these videos. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was, I was going to be like, look, bro, just because, yes, some cities have windows down low. Eat horseradish once a day. Legit allergy home remedy. Eat oh. horseradish once a day. I'll stick <laughs> to my locally sourced honey. <laughs> uh, also, I'm not used to having a germ factory that coughs in your open mouth running <laughs> around my house so this might be part of it i don't know <laughs> but uh but yeah so like they try to blame they're trying to find like now don't get me wrong they're using great logical steps mm. to try to defraud it but the thing of it is is like the widespread like i know I've, i think i've talked about it here before in mexico city there's like an actual ancient city underneath the streets that they found with old temples and stuff like that. That's crazy. And, and they, they keep finding these places. <laughs> and then, like, Futurama even poked fun at the mud flood. 
Really? Yeah, like way back in the day. Oh, if wow. you if you watch Futurama, there's the New York City that they're in, in in the year three thousand. Below that city, where all the mutants and freaks live, <laughs> is old New York. Oh yeah, and that's it's, right. And it's covered. Yeah. It's covered up by dirt. So like again, like we've talked about before, they put it in fictional and cartoons and fake things so that we don't believe it when it finally gets talked about. It's funny that Futurama brought up the mud flood because, like I said, I've, I'm pretty into conspiracy theories and the paranormal and all that weird stuff. Been into it for decades, and I just recently heard about it. And what I think it is is I think that certain theories and conspiracies come up and when they're young still and they're new ideas, I think they get they get shut down so quick that it takes time for more people to go, let me just look into this. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now people are starting to like that. The, the truthers <laughs> like always seeking the answers. Yeah. Start rising to the top. And then, you know, they, when they get enough compelling evidence, then they can go, okay, here's a list of all the stuff you need to look into. And then people, it's like a chain reaction. And then eventually people start waking the hell up <laughs> and they start looking into it themselves instead of just disregarding it without doing their research. Because I was looking at this Bloomberg article and I was like, if I was somebody who had no idea and I just read this article, I wouldn't even do any research. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. These right. These writers are good, man. They can. Oh, they're, know, these, they're on their They yeah. understand their assignment. Sometimes people forget that those are people that are writing those and they're opinionated as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. they have their agenda, <laughs> you know, that's why it's always good to check multiple sources. Um, what a Dutch guy's garage is in the house. Dustin says, what's thoughts on Puma Punku? Um, I believe that's a ancient location and they have, <laughs> this kind of gets into the, um, ancient civilization stuff. Um, and my theory has always been that I think that at one time, either ancient civilizations had the ability to travel, unlike what our history tells us, or Pangea it was true. And that is that all the continents were at one time one land and eventually separated. I Personally, I think that a global cataclysm happened, and I think they separated a lot quicker than we thought. And that's why, you know, a lot of these ancient possibly more advanced civilizations were wiped out so quick and it seems like there's a point in time where all of a sudden you know everything's cut off and then now here we are but you get all these ancient structures all over the world that are constructed similarly that's yeah you know and that's tartaria kind of gets into that a little bit too so like one of, the, some of the... one of the tartaria videos i was watching said the future has already come and gone we're just living in its ruins <laughs> yeah and i'm uh, like Damn, that's deep. That is that is deep, man. Um, and I as I was going through, I TikTok actually surprised me this time because sometimes you throw some stuff at TikTok and it's like a bunch of BS. Yeah, and you you had to filter through this a little bit. But one thing I noticed, if you look up the mud flood or especially Tartaria, what you see is a lot of foreign channels that do not speak English that are covering the subject. Yeah. And like I talked about with UFOs and stuff, it seems like these other countries aren't as quick to silence people as the United States. Um, so when I when I see that a lot of foreign countries are starting to cover the things, I'm like, hmm, there may be a lot more to this than we understand. But well, we do we do have some videos queued up about Tartaria to kind of give a little bit of a background before we actually talk about it later. <clears throat> so, 
let's uh are you ready to check out some videos matt we've yeah. got we've got uh some cryptid videos couple ghost ones and then we get into some ancient history so let's let's blow through these really quick um there's about 11 videos so let's go ahead and uh jump right into this as soon oh, hold on a second let me see what dustin said here the h stones are incredible from an engineering standpoint but how did they get there without elevator get there with elevation above tree level you know <coughs> when you look at these ancient structures and how perfectly you know these right angles are done and how how perfect these gigantic megalith uh megalithic uh stones were put into place you have to question how it was done and these people are trying to explain to us that this was done with ancient hand tools it's like okay but look. see here's the thing about it though See, everybody focuses on the the, the, the giant structures. Hmm. Here's what here's what blows my mind is that a dude with a chisel and a hammer and a few other tools chiseled out the David and True. and other things. So, like that's what blows my mind is with with way limited technology, they made statues that are still standing today. Until I see a, until I see a video of somebody chiseling away, David, we can only assume that that's what happened. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine? You go back in time and they got a laser and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, there's like it's like a little press. They're just like, there we go. Yeah. Oh man. Um. All right, let's get into some of these videos. Thank you all for joining us. We got four people in here. Holy crap! That's our biggest audience. I know. Huge tonight. <laughs> we are popping off. <laughs> all right, this first video. We've got a Bigfoot video, so let's check this out. It's 44 seconds long. Let's get into it. Bear. Hey, bear. little shaky so but what i find very compelling is this, okay. it's it matches the face from what we said is the most believable video yeah. that we've seen the tent video yeah and then also the fact that he did miss miss identify he didn't right away say it was a bigfoot he thought yeah. it was a bear because it yeah. was crouched down behind the trees and then he got a shot of the face and then that's when he once he got a look at the face that's when he went to bolt yeah um definitely compelling I, the thing that gets me about these videos is, and we've talked about this before, you can look up in the clouds and see dragon fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in the woods, I've been in the woods and I've seen demons in the trees. <laughs> you know, yeah. like your eyes can play tricks. Now, seeing that, it, it looked like a bald spot on the top of this thing's head, which was, <laughs> which was an interesting detail to me. Yeah. Um, you know, we've never actually talked about uh, the possibility of Bigfoot balding like a human. <laughs> um, I mean, animals bald like they get yeah. they get hot spots or even mange or stuff like that, and their hair falls out. So, I mean, it stands a reason a creature that unless they have like amazing grooming habits, yeah. they're gonna have some shit in their hair. Sure, 
Um, I, I've heard stories about gray Bigfoot, like old Bigfoot. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just, it, it was an interesting detail. Um, so I, I, I would really have to have that video stabilized and blown up so I can see it even bigger. Yeah. Um, but I do see the face. I do see the face. Um, my only question is, is it my eyes wanting to see the face? Because that's what I'm supposed to be looking at. There's a face there. And that's and in my mind. I'm saying there's a face there. Where is it? Oh, there it is. There's the bald head. Um, very interesting. Because I've seen some BS Bigfoot footage where they circle this area in the trees. And they're like, look. And then you see like three different people start circling. Things. Oh, or arrows like, oh, there are the eyes and stuff. And I'm like, I guess you could say those are eyes. You Bro, know? I cannot. I cannot even with Bigfoot Facebook pages. <laughs> They're uh, rough, dude. They're rough. Because, like, at least 40 times a day, someone posts a picture. I was out hiking and got this incredible shot. And there is nothing in that photo. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. I don't want to be the guy to tell them that, but there's nothing yeah. there. Yeah. And that just goes to the... If I had, I would have to have a really damn good shot of Bigfoot for me to go shopping it around. Like, here's Bigfoot. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, some of the ones I've seen are like a little darkness in the trees. And they're like, and they're like, there's a nine foot Bigfoot standing right there. And I'm like, bro, that's a shadow, dude, in the trees. Dude, it's, it's wild. <laughs> like, I yeah. understand. Like, we've talked about this. We got to people that want to believe really bad. That's with the point where they just see things. And we got to people yeah. that want to believe that want to not believe so bad that they'll ignore plain as day yeah so it's like you believe what you want to believe yeah i i have to see something way more convincing especially since the patterson gimlin footage is out there unless it is that good a footage yeah like man especially with today's technology they got that in 1967 okay yeah so and i believe the footage to be real but let's go on to this next video this next video is a ghost video it goes um it you won't see anything until the very end. So it's almost a minute long. It's basically this gal prepping us for the story. So here we go. Okay. So this video I'm about to show you, it was from a guest who was staying here a couple of years ago and she was at the bar talking to, oh my God, stage fright and everything. Bar talking to the bartender. They built up a rapport and she was waiting to get checked into her room. There was two ladies. They went and got checked in, there was Snapchat in the room, and it wasn't in the Snapchat they saw the ghost, it was as it was replaying. And they took it up here and showed Jay, and he was taken back. He even called the front desk to see how long they had been checked in and to see if anybody else was with them. And it was just the two of them, they had been checked in for like 20 minutes. And yeah, so, it's a pretty good video. Hotel in America, and my nightstand on the creepy door is my eyes chest. So, early bedtime, looking for goats. That was definitely interesting. I want to preface with, uh, that is in my home state. Is it? The Crescent Hotel? Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, it's like 40 minutes from me. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, I can tell you right now. That uh, I don't believe that was a lens flare. It moved way too quick to be a human. Um, I think she legitimately caught something on that on that little video. Okay, so if if you and your wife really are really coming here to visit, I'm going to take you guys to it. Because here's the thing about that hotel. It's so old that even though they've kept it up and kept it really nice, you can't help but creak every step you take. Oh, God. <laughs> like the floor, you literally, in the hallways, anywhere you go, the floor makes noise. 
So for something to cross her screen and there not be without yeah. any noise, yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible in that place. I definitely see something. It's interesting because it appears to have some color to it. That is very interesting to me because most people will either see a black figure or something translucent that's more like grayish white. Um, it's not too often I hear ghost stories or see footage with color. <laughs> um, definitely, definitely an interesting one. Um, but yeah, no, you got the you got the carpenter, the Dutch carpenter ghost that's there, um, dude. It's a look into the crescent. It's so messed up. Interesting. Like the the guy running it was a con artist. After <laughs> that, bought it was a con artist, and he was selling a cancer cure. And he was just injecting his patients with sugar water oh, and, taking, God. and taking their money. Wow. And they just recently, uh, when there was some flooding that washed out part of the grounds, they just found jars of organs. Whoa. Like a few years, it was a couple years ago. It was just before Ghost Adventures went and investigated. Interesting. Um, did they get any good footage on that episode? I'd have to go back and watch it again. It's been a minute since I watched it. I think so. Uh, Ghost Hunters went and investigated it as well, and they got some cool footage. Um, I've personally seen a photo from there that had the, the the Dutch carpenter standing in the hallway, and the photo and the guy, the person, the figure uh, fades out at the knees, and they're at and they're at the end of the hallway. And I've personally had experience in that hotel too. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, what was it? No, don't just uh, leave us on a cliffhanger, dude. Well, I was there. I was there with my mom when I was younger. Okay. And one of her friends, because it's in like this little artsy crafts kind of, like, I don't want to call it a hippie town, but I mm. mean, it is what it is. <laughs> um, but uh, they, uh, we were in there. We were the only ones in the lobby, and it was during the off season, so there wasn't even like really that many guests staying. So we turned to go up to the, the lookout balcony. And right when we turned, the elevator door just swung, just just opened. Oh, really? And we were the like I said, we didn't see anybody else in the hotel as we were going up and down the different floors, looking at stuff and everything. And we barely saw employees in the lobby. So I mean, again, it could have been somebody hitting a button. I'm not saying for sure it was a ghost thing, but I mean, when you don't see anybody else, and the elevator door opens right when you turn and look at the elevator, it it freaks you out a little bit. Yeah, no, 100%. That's crazy. Um, I never followed up <laughs> with uh, last week we were talking and uh, it was, it, it, we had just found out that my wife's dad had passed away, right? Yeah. Well, I had mentioned to my wife that I had seen some lights doing some funny things in the house. And she confirmed that she had seen some lights doing some funny things in the house. And I was in the bathroom. <coughs> With my my daughter had to go and she's still potty training, so I was in there helping yeah. her. And uh, I was washing my hands, and my daughter was nowhere near the light switch. It was too tall for her anyway. She would have to reach and be in my way at the sink because it's a really small um, bathroom. It's a half bath. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, the light kind of flickered on and off, and I was like, "Whoa!" And I told my wife because she was in the kitchen. You pop open the door, and the kitchen's like right there. And I was like, "Hey, the lights are doing funny things." And uh, she got all spooked out because she had seen some lights doing some funny things. And uh, it just, we, we're talking about blessing the house. <laughs> doing I'm, a I'm sage, telling you, man, I'd do it. I, would, I would do it now. Yeah, it was uh, definitely creepy because I pay attention to that kind of stuff. And, you know, in many years, our lights haven't done anything weird like that. Um, yeah. You know, so I don't know. 
I just thought I'd mention that. So I haven't seen a ghost. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Man, I keep I keep waiting. You're having the experience. You just haven't no. seen the apparition. I think it's going to be a situation where you and I go to a place that's haunted and I finally see something that scares the I, piss out of me. <laughs> I can't help but feel like you're using me as bait since I'm a magnet. <laughs> Uh, I, the idea scares the hell out of me, and um, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, Matt. We we might go to a location. I might just be so scared, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. All right, let's get back into the videos. This next video is super compelling. It's another Bigfoot video. Let's check it out. We're on top of Tricuni Peak, and pretty sure just Sasquatch down there. Oh my god. I can't really see it very well. There's this little black dot walking in the middle of the snow. In the middle of, the in the middle of nowhere. Sam's Sure, that's it. Look at how the rain's walking. Oh, I wish you could see it better in this thing. It's huge. That, that is pretty big. Oh, I can't zoom in anymore. To give you an idea where we are right now, <laughs> middle of nowhere. Why would he walk up that way? If that was a human, why would you walk up that that ridge or that snow line? Why would you not just go straight down? we brought beers. We could lure them over here. Dude, that's, that's bizarre. Yeah, for sure, for sure I did. He covered that ground pretty quick. Holy. Look him go up. Like, we're in middle of nowhere right now. Like, I don't know how high we are, but we're probably close to 7,000 feet, 6,500 maybe. And this guy's just scampering up snow lines, like it's no big deal. I don't... He was coming down this, uh, this valley down here. But I mean, he's hiking through snow like it's his job. And where the hell is he going? I mean, there's nowhere, there's nowhere to. Yeah. Super compelling. The amount of ground that thing was covering. Fast. In snow. Yeah. On a mountain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like, that blew my mind when I watched that video and then I sent it to you. I was like, there's no way a person's covered that, like that much ground. Like, yeah. like what a lot of people probably won't understand is, like, I think you will because you are in a mountainous area, but you get that high up on a mountain and you see a little, little dot that far away, it looks like it takes it forever to cover any yeah. kind of ground. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it just looks like it takes forever because, I mean, so the fact that, like, because, I mean, I can tell you right now, if they did cuts in that video, 
they are amazing at doing cuts because the yeah. cut to cut to where the wind sound you can't even notice a break in the wind sound yeah so i mean just the fact that like how much the, the ground alone the ground coverage alone blows my mind because it made it halfway to the other rocks and then it turned yeah. around and went a different direction and still covered that much ground yeah, I, I'm super impressed with that video. It, even if I want to be, you know, play devil's advocate and go, it could have been a bear. I, I have to think logically and go, why would a bear be going up the mountain? You know, there's probably not going to be much food up there. Also, that far into winter, I know that guy's wearing like a t-shirt up yeah. there. But I mean, it's if cold. Yeah, if there's still that kind of snow coverage, it's it's definitely not bear time. And I just don't see a bear. Like, how often do you see bears up on the top of mountains? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, they're normally they're normally down where the yeah, berries, wa- the berries and animals berries, are. water. You know what I mean? So it's interesting that, that thing's heading to higher ground. Um, Definitely a den. I'd say it's heading for a den. Yeah, it could be. Um, we also know these things. I, I shouldn't say we know, but I do believe these things work. In conjunction, I think they work in like packs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they work in family groups. And I think that there are situations where you always see one. And it, I've always questioned, you know, if you see one, how where are the others? You know, are they close by? Um, you know, is this thing going to higher ground to like survey the area? <laughs> you know, I, w- I would say that more so than many likely questions. the strong, the strongest member of the family unit will act as a decoy. Yeah. If they're, if they're in danger of getting spotted. Because, I mean, sure. we don't know. Like, I understand. Like, people are going to be like, well, how could it know it's being watched that far away? Look, we don't know what these things are capable of. Like, yeah. these guys were standing on top of a mountain in broad daylight, moving. We don't know how good of eyesight these things have. I mean, they could have just glanced over. Like, they spotted it. Yeah. What's to say it couldn't have spotted them, you know? Yeah. When it's almost like you can almost equate it to if you're in your house at night. You'll hear a noise and you'll be like, that's not normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? These things live in the wilderness. They know every sound. They know everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? They know yeah. how to communicate using natural sounds that you wouldn't even, you know, there's stories that you hear about Bigfoot mimicking birds, mimicking owls, mimicking coyotes, mimicking bobcats. So these things, you know, they're, they're masters of the woods. So, I don't well, know. Well, it's like uh, orcas, okay? I know I dropped some random stuff, but orcas, each the they've broken it down to traveling pods in different parts of the world, and each one has its own unique hunting style, communication, and diet. Interesting. Like so, there, it stands a reason that while these animals are probably the smartest, most deadly thing in the sea, it stands a reason that probably one of the largest primate primate esque creatures that is highly intelligent has its own communication tactics, diets, and everything else for which part of the country it's in or its environment. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, there's so much. I, I hope we discover it soon because I would love to learn more and see what theories were correct, you know? Yeah, yeah, same, buddy. But this next video, this is a ghost video. This one legitimately creeped me out, but I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if it's real or not, but it creeped me out. I'm still hearing voices. Jesus Christ. I hear knocking again. (sighs) 
My thoughts exactly. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big old nope for me. So my thoughts are, while wow, good video. Bullshit. Yep. If the knocks would have stayed to three knocks, that's believable. Because mm-hmm. these things always knock in three knocks. Yeah. Or it's one big bang. Mm-hmm. It's always either one big bang or three knocks. Now, that being said, you can hear the kid that's helping him fake this video crawl into the bed to get closer. Really? If you listen, that. you hear the, you yeah. hear the he doesn't he's not moving, yeah. but you hear the covers on the bed moving, and then the whispers right in the phone. Uh, hmm. And you can kind of see the shadow of the kid uh, by the window moving out of the frame of the camera. Oh, uh, bummer. Um, I see, and that's why I like the fact that there's two of us watching these because you always catch those little things that I don't. Because I'm look I'm looking and waiting to hear the you know whatever it is. Yeah, um, the knocking. I, I wasn't convinced with the child. It was the it was the knocking that really had me going because you always hear stories about oh yeah knocking, but like you said, you always hear it in threes. But I have heard so I have seen some footage where it's like you know rapid knocks and things like that. So that I'm a little bit more open minded to. But the kid the the kid voice and stuff I I don't know. I thought I heard it say dead guy or something like that. And it I was did like, say uh, dead guy. The first when he's woken up. It when he's woken up, it says dead guy. Like, may I play it one more time and see if you see what I'm talking about? I'm still hearing voices. Jesus Christ! I hear knocking again. see what you're talking about yeah there's definitely uh when the first time i saw that i thought it was him moving but now that i watch it again he's pretty much just focused with the camera and then you hear the bed move yeah and let's be honest if you're sitting in the bed looking at the dresser and the bed moves behind you you're probably going to turn with that camera go what the (laughs) you're not you're not waiting for it to start talking before you bolt yeah no uh yeah, I'm not feeling So, that. I mean, like I said, great video. Great video. Yeah. But I'm calling BS. Okay. I'll have to agree with you on that one. This one, this next one is an interesting one, mostly because, like we were talking about earlier, like you can see a face in anything, and I, I question this one. But supposedly, it's a demon's face. We had a fan send, uh, I think, I did I send it to you? Um, or maybe I was no. going to show it to you. It's a photo. 
on Liberty and Abercorn mm-hmm. at the church. That is, that is the that too is the first. Yo, yeah. yo. Okay, so so a fan sent us a photo, and I I can't tell if it's real or not. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that our you know our fans create fake ghost photos, but I can't put my you know name behind it unless I you know like took the photo, um, and I know it's not um, you know doctored. But there's this. You, you know the photo I'm talking about. It's the thing with the face in the ba- bottom left corner, right at that. Oh, yes. Yes, there's something in the shadows in this photo. And I will, um, I'll, I'll put it up, I'll put it up in the podcast here. Um, but, but yeah, it's Does just Does it have a timestamp on the picture? Uh-huh. Huh? I'd be very interested in what time it is. It does not. It's just a <laughs> okay. cell phone picture. Yeah. And it was taken during a tour, oh, uh, she said. So, the thing is, too, you got to remember about Colonial Park Cemetery. That cemetery used to extend a block in every direction. That's right. At one point. So it could be something like that, but at the same time, it very likely could be some kind of residual energy from the from cemetery. From the actual cemetery, right. But it's showing up. At no, the I like this better. Don't be a buzzkill. <laughs> like- so when I watched on my phone, it. It kind of was. I was very impressed with it, but also, like you said, you can see faces in anything you want to see a face in. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to buy that one. Um, it is definitely interesting, but to me, that's a little too hokey for a demon face. You know, oh. but yeah, <laughs> maybe the demon's got a sense of humor. Yeah, he's like, he's like, nobody's gonna believe him. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Six years of braces. Huh? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Let's get into. Uh, so that does it for the paranormal stuff. We have uh, a handful of videos here that kind of get into hidden hidden history. Um, that's kind of interesting. This first one had to do with the giants. I saw this video and it just perked me up a little bit. Now, I. I'm leaning towards BS, but because I do believe that at one point in our history there were giants, uh, it made me go, hmm, I wonder if these artifacts are real. So check this out. Why so big? Okay, the shotguns, those were real guns. Oh, really? The early duck guns, like, uh, there, was no, were... there, was, there was no sense of conservation, keep in mind. When, we, when yeah. we were first populating, there was no sense of conservation. So they literally had, like, four gauge or bigger strapped to the front of boats. And as they stirred up these migratory birds, they just light off these cannons <laughs> and just take out flocks. Like they'd just okay. mow them down. So the guns were real. Okay. I I questioned there's a couple artifacts that I questioned. One were the fork and knife in the beginning. I was like, okay, yeah. haha. Um the guns, I was like, okay, haha. The boots, I was like, that's kind of a novelty thing. The book, I've heard stories of giant books and libraries full of gigantic books yeah, that have been same. found underground. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, okay. Um, and then the, because I'm all weird about the ocean, 
the divers holding up that giant knife. I gotta see where the where the origin of that came from. Yeah, because it it definitely piqued my interest, but at the same time, I was like, until I see a, a you know get some context, I can't I can't sit here and believe. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, the uh, sword that they showed that had the had the spikes on it. Yeah. Did you see that? Okay, so yeah. that I'm thinking is like a novelty thing because okay. that's actually like the the saw off of a sawfish. Oh, okay. So like, but I mean, they're tough when they're alive. I don't know how well it'd be as an actual sword, hmm. like dead and strapped and tied to a hilt for years. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Dustin says I have a gun that big. That's funny. Peckerwood duck cannons. He's yeah. Hey, I mean it's a right. real thing. Like uh, huh? at the uh, Ducks Unlimited Museum, they have one on display, and they're just massive, dude. They're just massive. Crazy. Yeah. I uh, okay. So uh, we'll call bullshit on ninety eight percent of that video. There's yeah. a couple things I need to figure out what that giant knife was under the ocean. Um, I'm not buying it, but we'll see. Uh, Peckerwood Aaron says uh, one of my relatives has a book that's nearly four foot by three was made 200 years ago See, why tell- so damn big why? I'm telling you we were bigger once upon a time like everybody's like no we were really small back then I'm telling you man I feel like we were bigger like I feel like we were bigger than we are now and people you know when you talk about giants people kind of laugh it off and I just I'm you know normally I would be the one to laugh it off too but I've been seeing and hearing stories that i mean gosh how many stories have to be bullshit before one of them is true <laughs> yeah well i mean by age by what we're told ancient standards were for size i'd mm. be considered a giant yeah yeah you know what i mean like, 100%. so so i'm calling bs because like i don't know man like they talk about people of like great stature and everything but i really feel like like bringing up even like suits of armor like how big is like you had to be big and strong to walk around in one of those? Oh sure, <laughs> you know what I mean. And like, yeah. so, so you expect me to believe that someone whose average height was like four foot three or four foot nine <laughs> yeah. was wearing this armor, riding a freaking Clydesdale or Shire, which yeah. are huge, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stupid big, and they were straddled upon this thing, riding into battle. No mm. sir, no sir. I've seen five foot tall women and dudes get uncomfortable riding a large quarter horse because they spread their hips out too much. (laughs) Oh shit. This four foot three guy (laughs) in armor was riding a full blown Clydesdale in the battle. Yeah. Jousting and shit too. Yeah. I'm calling so much bullshit. (laughs) Um, One thing that's been brought, I think this next video gets into it. If it's not this one, it's definitely one of the following videos. Cause now we're getting into more, hidden history and mud flood stuff, but there is one subject that keeps getting brought up and I can't help, but be a little bit intrigued and it's the giant tree. Oh yes. Subject. So let's check this video out. Um, I've heard a lot about this and I've looked into it a little bit. It It's super compelling.
giant trees. Uh, super compelling. I really don't have too much to say on it other than it's definitely thought provoking. However, I have to go. Okay. So what? There was just like only a few hundred of the, when we see trees now, they're usually in forests <coughs> unless we planted them. Well, keep in mind about the scale of these trees. If these were trees, um, then I would call absolute BS on the giant tree theory. If it wasn't for the fact that we have in the United States, petrified forests of where wood has turned to rock. Like, I would call absolute BS on this one. But we have, it's called the Garden of the Gods or something like that, mm. where it's a petrified forest and literally the wood has turned to rock. I mean, how old does it have to be to turn to rock? You know, it's, and the size of those. Keep in mind, there are redwoods standing in California. And there's probably even trees in your home state standing that were growing when Jesus was walking the earth. Yeah, and I, and you know, it's funny. I never thought about that. You gotta look at you, like we gotta look at the timeline and age of these things. But yeah, like there's literally redwoods, and there's I guarantee you there's trees in your state that are that were growing, not just a seed, but were actively a tree or a sapling. When Jesus was walking around doing his blessings and miracles, so like you got so in the scale of things, you got to realize like what a lot of people don't realize is like we feel like we're taught ancient history. All we're taught is a snapshot of what history really is. We're taught really, really, truly, we're taught about ancient Greece and Rome and Egypt, and that's it. And then we're into modern history. Like I Any will say, three hundred, four, at least five hundred years and up is modern history in my book so so like we're just we're just taught snapshots and of three different three or four different cultures that they that were one that we're told to learn about and then everything else is within the last 500 years yeah and we're only told what they want us to learn yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so gosh i for me it's just it's crazy for me to think if trees existed that were really that big um that's just insane. I think uh, they're called biblical trees. Okay. I think is what they're called. Don't quote me on it. I haven't dug too much into that theory, but uh, or the the giant tree theory. I haven't dug too much into it, but I think they're also called the uh, biblical trees. I do believe. I just I look at the those formations on the earth and i go if that was a tree at one time do you know how fucking tall that thing would be well i mean um, that's what i'm talking about the, like legend has trees standing that tall yeah you know i i just feel like such shit because i feel like i've been indoctrinated so much that things that i normally would be open-minded to i automatically shut down like when i see that i'm like no way yeah so you're gonna call like, bullshit on it you're yeah and i'm like, on it. like i said man you gotta look at it like you gotta look at it like i'm saying there are literally standing forests right now. There are petrified forests, and there are trees yeah. turned to stone. There's literally trees alive right now, standing, that were on this earth when Jesus walked the earth. That's crazy. So, like, it's it's wild. It blows my mind, really, to think about time in that way. Yeah. Let me ask you this. All right. Do you? And we haven't covered this subject yet. So for a while. I've always, my grandma was a religious lady, you know, she okay. read the Bible to me and stuff. I've never been a really a, a religious guy. You know, I've been open-minded enough to go to church a couple times and kind of see what it was all about. 
but I've always had questions that just couldn't be answered. And I've always been like for a while I was, I was questioning if Jesus really was the son of God and if he really existed. So I started looking into some people that were atheists that started to look into the life of Christ that actually found evidence of him being real. I need to yeah. get back into it cause it's been several years, but, uh, I then started questioning, okay, well, the Bible's talking about the earth being 6,000 years old, and you got scientists saying it's billions of years old. So now I'm struggling to find where I fall in that, because I don't know if the earth, like time, I, I just don't, I don't know if I buy that we've been here for billions of years. When they talk about dinosaurs existing all by themselves millions and millions of years ago, <laughs> I'm not sure I buy it because I believe that dinosaurs walked with humans, at least for part of their history. So I believe that as well, that dinosaurs did walk with humans. Now, here's one thing. It's not in a lot of Bibles, but in some Bibles, it states that seven of his days are not seven of our days. Yeah. They are his own days. So there's nothing, and they don't go into detail about how much of a time span that is. But when you think about a being that operates in infiniteness, I, yeah. I guess that's the right word, yeah. for them to catalog seven actual days, there, that could be billions of years. Yeah, literally it could be, could be eons literally, and eons. <laughs> yeah, it could be billions of years. Um, so I'm not going to call BS on it. So this is a tough, tough one. I know. Especially where I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that the story of Jesus has been weaponized. Sure. And used to control the general masses for a long time. Yeah. Because you can't have a book that's been rewritten and retold so many times without somebody starting to work in their own opinions. Oh, yeah, sure. You can't tell me that a church, I'm not going to say which church, <laughs> but you know which church I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Has their own city and their own governing power. Oh, yeah. And you can't tell me they haven't put their own personal beliefs into it. And that's hard for me to say, and this will get me a lot of flack from my family because they belong to that church. Yeah. And they're devout in that church, and there's nothing wrong with being devout in what you believe. There's nothing wrong with that. If that belief brings you comfort and that belief brings you strength, by all means, believe it. Yeah. But, I. But yeah, I believe it's been weaponized for centuries to get us to do what they, to what they want. I know exactly what you're talking about. My problem with that particular organization is that, okay, you want to spread the word of God. I'm cool with that. You know, if that's, that's fine with me, here's the problem. When you start having, when you start being open about all the God stuff and then you're, you've got a library underground that nobody's allowed to see and you've got all sorts of hidden shit. And, you know, then there's all the other controversies that you're trying to sweep under the rug. Yep. But, you know, when you're not 100% transparent, how the hell am I supposed to believe you? Especially when you're preaching the word of somebody who was allegedly perfect. Yep. You know what I mean? The son uh, of God. Yep. So I can't get behind, I can't get behind that. Bro, have you ever uh, read or seen The Da Vinci Code? Yes. <laughs> Man, that rocked me. That rocked me to my core when they were like, nope, this is it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. 
uh, that's a that's the tough thing with you know even what we've been led to believe and what could potentially like these conspiracy theories and stuff. You know, there's a lot of stuff that could be believed very easily because of just, you know, some surface evidence. But see, what got me with that one was, was how vehemently the organization we're talking about came after that book and movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, if there wasn't a grain of truth in there, why do you guys care? Yeah. It was also interesting that the guy in charge was talking about, because he was questioned about alien life. And he was saying, you know, if it does exist, then there are brothers too. And God created them as well. Like, I think uh, I think little Dicky had a great song uh, about that, <laughs> that involved this. Uh, it was like uh, pillow talk, and he was like, "What if we're like just a side project?" Yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. All it's right, like, it's like you don't know. <laughs> we're at an hour. We got four videos left. Let's bang these out, and then we'll talk about our theories on uh, the mud flood in Tartaria. Yeah, well. We truly do live in a post-apocalyptic time. The evidence is clear of a cataclysmic event that buried our realm in several meters of dirt. And nearly every city and every country and every continent. This is the mud flood. The fall of the Tartarian Empire and the cover-up of our true history. It's time to take up our true past, friends. Question everything. Until next time. I want to, before we comment on any of these, I'm going to play the rest of these in succession. Okay? Let's go. The Pan American Exposition over the Buffalo World's Fair of 1901. When you look at these structures, it is clear that these were not made temporary for a fair that only lasted 184 days. They say these grand structures took less than two years to build. Well, I don't buy it. We couldn't even come close as a society today to build something this grand temporary or otherwise in less than two years time and nobody in their right mind thinks that this is temporary structures those were there a long time before question everything friends there was a civilization that was far superior and more sophisticated than we could ever imagine this civilization was systematically destroyed and hidden from our history books This civilization used atmospheric energy to obtain electricity. Having free energy meant that humanity could focus on more serious endeavors, such as creation, creativity, love, and self-development. We see these same geometric, beautiful buildings all over the world, from Africa to China to Japan to South America to Europe. These buildings show us that we lived in an interconnected culture a culture that understood the deeper levels of existence and how to harness electromagnetic energy. History is a lie and a story built by our oppressors to continue to keep us enslaved. But we will rise again. What we're you know, identifying is the fact, the, the indisputable fact, that right around the world there is a layer of civilization buried beneath the streets 
that nobody knows is there. And the question is, I mean, these buildings are reasonably modern buildings, at least not, not older than three or four hundred years old. So if they're buried in 12 to 18 feet of soil, this was obviously a major event. There was obviously a worldwide event because it's, we're finding it in all countries. So the question is, why is it in our history books? Why isn't this taught to us? Before we start getting into this deep, I do want to mention about some tech. tech we were talking earlier about, you know, how the government, like when people talk about, oh, that's impossible, you know, nobody can keep a secret. And I mentioned that the government, you know, can threaten people. There was a man named Nikola Tesla. Yep. <laughs> they took all his shit. <laughs> you know, uh, there's been guys that have invented hydrogen powered cars. Now, whether they were the first to invent that, I, I don't believe that. Um, but they I think, got unalived. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, as the you know the industrial complexes you know rose to power, I think that they squashed anything and anybody that could potentially get in the way of their huge profits because they know that money controls everything in our modern society. Yeah, and uh, you know when you look back, there was one video that showed some of the inventions from the past. And, uh, you know, we don't see shit like that anymore. <laughs> you know, it, what we do, but like it's like modern tech. But what we seem to forget is that back in the 18, 1900s, people were inventing all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? The question is, is you know, were they just inspired by, you know, whatever creative juices they had flowing? Or, you know, were they inspired by a past that we were not, you know, fully aware of and that has been hidden from us? I so, agree. I agree with the video about the World Fair. That's a, that's an interesting. When There's, I heard that angle, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, no shit." <laughs> See, I didn't realize that they said they built those buildings in like two years. Yeah. I thought the World Fair was something that happened all the time. Yeah, and that it just went on about. It, it was just a thing. Yeah, and I didn't because I mean, again, you hear about it, and you just kind of glaze over it and go on. Yeah, but I mean, no, that guy's absolutely correct. There is no way they built those structures in that time. Yeah. It's it's funny that you mentioned that because when I heard about the World's Fair, uh, I was thinking about the World's Fair and I was like, isn't that when they built the Space Needle and shit? Like, at least locally for me, like they did that for the World's Fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in school, they never explained the World's Fair. It was nope. kind of, you know, I've heard, I've heard of it, but I was never told exactly what it was or anything like that. And I'm sure if you asked, you know, eight out of ten people, you know, especially today. You know, younger people, they probably don't know shit about the World's Fair. No, I'm still learning some shit about it. Bro, it's terrifying what the what the generation behind us does not know or care to know. My God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what are your thoughts on the mud flood, Matt? Man, I think there, I think there's some there's some weight to it, in all honesty. I mean, because like I said, there's too many examples of these structures. Now, I mean, like I said, some of those, some of those photos to me were were a little doctored. Yeah. Um, some of them were obviously doctored for the, for the video, but man, there's a lot of evidence of cities below cities. You know what I mean? Like there's just like, and even then it's like, and it's talked about openly, like uh, in Scotland, I believe there's uh, a whole city underneath Edinburgh. That yeah. was where, that was where the poor people lived. And whatnot. Like you think of the slums, you think it's a bad part of town, but in reality, it was an old part of town beneath the city. 
So, I mean, and then now you're not allowed to go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you're not allowed to go there at all. So it's like, man, I, like I said, I think there's weight to it. I really do. There's tons of evidence that backs it up. No, agreed. And it's funny because we, we've talked before about how, like, movies will, like, give you hints at what fuck's really going on, you know? Yeah. And talking about buried shit. In Demolition Man, the whole surface world is completely futuristic and peaceful and it's you know be well and then yeah. underneath you, you got you know all the crazy shit going on underneath where it's like all old school and everybody lives you know like savages yeah um you know uh, can we just take a moment to appreciate demolition man that was such an underrated movie for his time dude, i'm the biggest stallone fan yeah i loved it <laughs> Like him yeah. and Wesley Snipes did make a good movie. Now don't get me wrong, Wesley Snipes is a fucking weirdo, but <laughs> I still don't understand the three seashells. I'm still trying to that's a conspiracy theory all in itself. <laughs> uh, what a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I liked that one a lot. I wish that the car was uh a Mopar instead of a cutlass, but that's all right. <laughs> Man. A four four two is pretty cool, but I, I dude, I love four four twos. I I mean hold on, we're getting sidetracked on that one. Uh, <laughs> We're car guys, folks. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> clearly, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, um, but, uh, but no, uh, like I said, there's a lot of evidence that backs it up. Uh, people will try to, again, people will, like we talked about the Bigfoot stuff. People that want to believe will find what they want to believe in, and the people that absolutely do not want to believe will explain it away. Yeah. So, like, and like I said, the videos that counter argued. The mud flood theory saying it was ridiculous. They had great points. They really did. But to try to apply that argument to every piece of evidence throughout the world makes zero sense. What what a lot of folks don't realize is I don't think they pay attention to how fast nature itself will reclaim something. I'm sure you see it in your neck of the woods. Oh yeah. Um, down here in the south, it is with how how long it's warm and muggy. We're basically a giant greenhouse. Yeah. So like, except for the dead of winter, like bro, I'll have green grass up until December. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, cause we're like, while you, how, when does it start to get cold up there? Oh, fall, fall starts getting pretty cold. Like as soon as September's over, it's like, all right, brace yourselves. <laughs> yeah. We're still in the sixties and seventies through October wow. into November. Wow. Like literally for Thanksgiving, we have our entire house opened up usually. And the door's wide open and family's running in and out. Wow. Just to give you an idea what it's like down here. So the fact that it stays that nice, like people do not understand how fast nature will reabsorb something and take it oh, back. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. um, so, so to have the idea that a cataclysmic happening and flood, like just look at the floods happening right now. Like oh, yeah. Vegas, Vegas just flooded. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the goddamn <laughs> desert, it flooded. So, like, and that was, like, there's so much sediment and rock and dirt and everything else moving in some of these flash floods. It makes perfect sense to me that if something that big happened that fast, it's going to cover up a lot of stuff. 100%. I'm still, I'm still learning about the Tartarian Empire and stuff, but, you know, once I started seeing it actually named on maps i was like okay so there is something to this yeah and uh like i said i was looking up some people that are are non-believers i'm still on the fence i the one thing that still holds true you know we talk about ancient ancient 
structures all over the world, like pyramids. <coughs> but then you start seeing like the more modernized, um, and I shouldn't say modernized because we're still talking about ancient culture here, but like the the cathedrals and these giant, beautiful, gorgeous structures and architecture that you see all over the world. And I'm thinking back to when these things were built, and I'm like, they're all over the world. Bro, there's no, like, unless they had techniques as long lost to us, I don't see how they had that much accuracy and detail. It, it's, there's something in our history that is not being told to us for whatever reason. I, I Somebody in one of those videos mentioned our oppressors, and I totally am on board with that. I think we are being oppressed. Yeah. Because once, the, the problem with these people in power is once everybody beneath them, you know, the sheep, once we all come together and go, hold on a second, we're getting screwed here. But see, that's what terrifies me is, well, if that's when they hit the reset button and something and another cataclysm comes along and we restart. Yeah. It's, you know, there's always that threat, you know, oh, solar flares. Oh, you know, and I think they're messing with the weather. That'll have to be an episode. You know, they're definitely seeing oh, clouds and doing all sorts of crazy shit. So who knows what they, they have? Potentially they do. have cloud making machines. Like I've seen a video on it. Yeah, they uh, like, it's they got some stuff. Shit. Yeah. They have oh, yeah. some shit. And like, you know, now we're getting into a whole another topic, but I do want to talk about this eventually. And that's the fires that were in California, the devastating fires and how you were seeing. Now, maybe, you know, some shit I don't, Matt, but. I was seeing whole houses and neighborhoods burned down and trees that were not touched. I was seeing trees burned from the inside out. I was seeing some really sketchy shit and people were starting to say, Hey, they, the fires were started by energy beam weapons. And I was like, what? So how much do you know about the Reagan administration? Not enough. What, what do you, what have you heard? Reagan built a space laser. Okay. Uh, it was made to shoot down uh, nuclear missiles from Russia or okay. whatever. It was during the Cold War. Uh, rumor has it they have weaponized that to actually be able to attack. So what better practice ground than a state that you have complete control over and told their forestry department, don't clean up our forest. It's a waste of time and money. Yeah. <laughs> and they turned an entire state that's really dry for the most part. Uh, into a giant tinderbox, and they hit it with their space, their little space light. And the fact that like something like that has popped up in pop culture references and even modern references since the eighties, um, like uh, the anime movie Akira, brought it up that there was really? a space that there was a space laser um, that was accurate. Uh, the show Invincible brought it up. Uh, Gears of War had a space laser system called uh, the Hammer of Dawn. Interesting. So it's been it's been referenced a lot. See, going back to the whole movie thing and how they like give us little hints of what's really going on, yeah. shit like that, or what we what we assume to be little hints. It makes me question the things that we believe to possibly be true, or that there's weight to, like the Tatarian stuff and the mud flood. I don't see many movies being made with any of that shit involved in this, uh, involved that I know of. Um, with the exception of, there was a movie. I think it was a Disney movie, but it Noah's was Ark? No, it was uh, the guy who went to Mars. I forget what the movie was. It wasn't a bad movie. Um, Rocket Man. 
No, no. It's uh, God. They called it Marsoon or something like that. Mars was called Marsoon. Oh, it was like, oh, yep. John John Carter. Yes, John Carter. Yes, yeah. yes. That was a good movie. Um, so they do talk about ancient lost civilizations. This one just happened to be on Mars. Um, but, uh, you know, I still wonder the whole thing with Mars. Like, there's something about Mars that I, I'm wondering about. Like, I wonder if it was at, at one time a very fruitful planet. With I believe civilization that got destroyed. I believe it was because it's actually one of the few, it's the only other planet in our solar system that's just the right distance from the sun to mm. be like us, and for some reason it's not. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, John Carter was an amazing movie. I thought it was and great. Do you know why they didn't get a sequel? The, the sequel was planned and written and everything. I I wondered that because I thought it was a great movie and it deserved a sequel. It cost too much to make. And they barely recouped their budget after their aggressive marketing campaign and the cost to make the movie itself. They barely recouped everything, so they're like, "We can't do another one." Man, that's a shame because it was a really good movie. So no, it was a critical and commercial success, but it was so expensive to make and such and so much spent in the marketing campaign that they literally barely recouped their cost. Wow. Well, James Cameron, like, hold my beer, you know. We're making nine Avatar movies for y'all. Could say no. It's gonna take fifty years, but we're gonna make them all. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. I I don't know. My whole thoughts on the mud flood and stuff is, when you start, why are so many of these buildings buried underground? I don't understand it. Like, I understand basements, and, and a lot of people are probably going to try to come at us and be like, oh, you guys don't understand basements. I understand basements, but these things are like whole-ass windows and doors. They're yeah. completely buried and sealed off. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's a, oh, the building kept going down, which was the basement area. Like, mm -hmm. they, these are death-defined and artfully crafted windows yeah and adorned doors and stuff like that like it's not like it's just a wall we're like oh, mud flood yeah. it's it's literally like fine architecture deliberately under, covered deliberately <laughs> underground yeah. um seattle's got an underground tour where the part of the city's under the ground that i gotta go and it's supposedly haunted so i gotta go check it out but What's interesting, and I was listening to a podcast because this past week I've just been knee deep in mud flood and Tartaria stuff. Yeah. And uh, somebody had mentioned, has anybody ever taken into account all the major, huge, destructive fires that have happened in major cities and what those fires destroyed? And I know that Seattle had a huge fire, and I believe that's part of the story of why part of it was buried. Yeah. And, you know, when most people there's like a certain point in time where most people like modern people like us, you know, we hear about those stories and we don't question it. Oh, yeah, there's a huge fire stuff got, you know, yeah. it goes on top of the ruins. Well, here's it's another like, shit. Weird. Here's another thing a lot of people don't think about. Everything we do on our time here makes more dirt. Yeah. yeah. Like you cut your grass. Eventually it breaks down back into <laughs> dust as dirt. You die. You go back to dirt. You you have an animal that dies. Dirt. Like, your house crumbles back down. More dirt. Like, it eventually will break down back into soil. Or just whatever. You know what I mean? But yep. everything we do adds layers. Adds to it. So, like, literally, it stands to reason that if you get enough loose, loose sediment on the surface and there's a cataclysmic rainstorm, cloud seeding, uh, yep. that comes up, 
it stands to reason that loose stuff's going to get knocked around. <laughs> Bless you, dude. Uh, it's going to get knocked around, and it's going to settle in places. Mudfoot. It doesn't have to be considered a great reset, but I mean, the the evident the 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 idea. Let me put it that way. The idea of a mudfoot is highly possible to me. Like it's not that crazy of an idea. Yeah, one thing that was in those videos that I I still question to this day when they discovered that the Easter Island heads go into the ground. You know what I mean? It's like why would they bury them? Where'd all that dirt come from to begin with? Yeah. So there's that question. There's the question of uh, Gobekli Tepe in Turkey that's completely buried. So here's, I I will say this. I believe that ancient civilizations were a lot more advanced than we believe. I believe that there has not been one, not two, but multiple global cataclysms that have wiped out a lot of our progress. And for some reason... The powers that be right now don't want us to know the truth about our past. And I still can't quite put my finger on other than power and control. <coughs> why they why would they would why they would lie to us? I feel like there happening. is a higher power that wants us to get it right. And every time we go down the wrong path and we don't get it right, something resets us. Now that being said, I believe they keep over the more powerful and the more elite. And they're the ones that keep hiding the, the path we're supposed to take. Now, keep my guys. I'm just talking out my ass a little bit right now. Like, this is just my theory. Um, but, like, what? If, this is a what if. This is more of a what if. Sure. So, what if there's a higher power that resets and the people that they keep over purposely keep hiding the right path we're supposed to take? And just keep seeing if they can get it just right enough where they're staying in power. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's just a working theory. That's just something I just came up with on the spot. But it's a what if. Like, what if? Every, all of it's a what if. Every bit of thing, everything we talk about is a what if. Yeah. And there's, there's always that, that sliver. All it takes is a sliver of possibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? But one Absolutely. thing. One thing is for sure. I can I would I would I would bet my own life on this and that's that we do not understand our ancient past. And I believe that there's some people that I believe that people in power don't even fully understand it. Um no, they're grasping at straws. Yeah, but I, I believe they have enough knowledge just enough to have one leg up over the average Joe. Yeah. And uh, you know, keep keep us oppressed <laughs> but Absolutely. definitely definitely an interesting topic we're definitely gonna like all the rest of them we're gonna end up circling back because there's just so much and it you know more research is being done and a lot of the uh, skeptics are being shot down with some of these theories and some of this evidence so it's interesting to see where it's gonna go but um they're saying that a lot of these you know beautiful cathedrals and stuff are actually harnessing the electromagnetic energy creating free power so uh, that to me super interesting and it you know it leads into the whole and I'll, I'll always talk about this all the ancient civilizations around the world that have similar structures but they were supposedly built at a time when they could not you have know done it. have done it 
or had the communication to go, hey, how did you guys do that? Oh, cool. Yeah, let me take some pictures and bring them back home so we have some some plans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's something super thought-provoking about that, and I just don't know why more research isn't being done. Like, well, Here's the thing. like They do a lot of research into technology that has been proven. Is it going to be effective like solar solar is not effective it's too hot during the day it literally will melt the panels and they're really they're less effective um the wind the giant wind turbines uh mm. barely make enough power to supply anything uh and all these materials can't be recycled like all these materials they're telling us to really just get on board with can't even be recycled yeah that that's what kills me about the free energy thing because that is real yeah, there is a way to harness the electromagnetic field that's around us all the time and turn it into power. And yeah, was, why, why we aren't doing it, the only thing I can think of is that they're power hungry, money hungry, uh, people in control that don't want that to happen. Right. Uh. So, like, uh, what was I gonna say? Um. I have a fun theory, and by fun, I mean it, it's horrifying. Uh. <laughs> Nuclear energy. Okay. What could actually be one of the cleanest and cheapest and freest sources of energy? Because it relies on a naturally, a truly naturally occurring thing. Uh, I believe every major failure that a, pow- a nuclear power plant has faced has been done on purpose to make people to make people scared of nuclear energy. Chernobyl, Chernobyl meltdown. Uh, You ever watch Three Mile Island? The documentary on Three Mile Island? No. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah, it came within 30 minutes. I think they said 30 minutes of being a Chernobyl on the eastern seaboard, and it would have wiped out the entire eastern seaboard. It would have made it just like Chernobyl, completely uninhabitable. That's interesting. So, but I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think a lot of attacks on the like the a lot of nuclear power plant failures have been deliberate to by other industries to make people scared of nuclear energy. I always, you know, you hear this a lot, you know, when it comes to crime and things like that. But I think it can be applied to conspiracy theories. Follow the money. Where does the yep. money go? <laughs> you know what I mean? All these princes, you know that own the oil companies and stuff in Saudi Arabia and shit. Uh, and the only reason they're called the prince is because of how much money they do have from yeah. having oil. Yeah. Uh, they have so much money. It's unbelievable how much money. And they're untouchable. They are you, like literally untouchable. Do you know how depressing it is to know how many supercars are just sitting on the side of the road in Dubai because they broke and they just walked off and bought another one? Oh, for sure. I've heard stories of these guys <coughs> flying in their supercars. And not even bothering to put American plates on them and just, you know, yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll buy, I'll buy your police agency. I'll buy, you know, uh, you're talking for, about billions and billions. If you're every... talking about Bill Gates and uh, Jeff Bezos and stuff, do you think those are really the richest people on earth? No. <laughs> I laugh at that. <laughs> it's like for every second I'm sitting at this traffic stop, gas is going to go up a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. But uh, I think we're in an hour and a half. I think that's pretty. That's a good. That's a good that's episode. A, that's a good start to 
you know, we're going to be talking about more hidden history and, you know, ancient civilizations and stuff in the future. So sit tight, guys. Um, that was a fun one as usual. Thank you for joining us. I see there's still four people in the chat. Thanks, guys. And remember, if you got, oh, I see uh, Dustin did mention something that I'd like to talk about eventually is Bohemian Grove and how creepy that whole joint is. You know you know about Bohemian Grove, Matt? No. Hold on, oh, my God. You found something I didn't know about. It was supposed to not exist. And then uh, a crazy conspiracy theorist named Alex Jones happened to sneak in and prove oh, that it was Oh, yeah. Nope. I have heard about Bohemian yeah. Grove. Yeah, with the giant owl statue. That yes, Moloch, yeah, and uh, all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, um, definitely going to be talking about that again. We're just scratching the surface on all of this shit, but we're trying to we're trying to scratch the surface on all these subjects to just get the ball rolling on this show. And we're gonna, you know, I do research all the time, <laughs> so there's no shortage of topics. So, like I said, we will eventually circle back, and hopefully, we'll have more information by then. And hopefully, we'll be having guests that are experts in the, in these fields to really open us up and, you know, give us more information and stuff. So that said, thank you all for joining us, Matt, you got anything get off your chest before we uh, shut this bad boy down? Uh, just be careful. Don't, don't open yourself up to something that'll get you a hundred percent. And if you are listening to this show in podcast form, I highly encourage you to go to Spotify because you will also be able to not only just hear the show, but you'll be able to get the video as well. Um, so if you're listening to this as a podcast, please go watch it as well on Spotify and uh, like our Facebook page, Talking Paranormal Podcast. And I apparently you can't find us on YouTube very easily. So um, if you're hearing this show as a podcast, we'd appreciate you uh, subscribing to us. Um you can try to find us on YouTube. I'll try to get the links up and stuff, but we also have a uh, talking Thank you everybody. And uh, we'll see you next Saturday. Hopefully we can, we've been late so much recently. A lot of it's been my fault, Matt, this was your turn, but that's okay because we will always put out a show on Saturday. Always. Um, so just know that folks. All right. Thanks for watching. And we will see you next week right here on talking paranormal. Good night. Good night. <laughs>